0: Hello, my name is Vivian Odunze, Obi-Lom, your host.
1: This is Radio Access. You, You. democracy democracy and talks. talks.
0: Hashtag Ready to Vote, a civic intervention podcast series brought to you by Kimpax Development Initiative, KDI. In partnership with National Endowment for Democracy, NED. This podcast aims to stimulate conversations in Nigeria towards increasing youth voters' turnout in elections. Powered by Access Media Network. Welcome again, my dear listener. Good to know. You're there for this episode of the hashtag ReadyToVote podcast series on your darling radio access. On this episode, the discussion will be centered on the topic tackling voter apathy toward better governance. And yes, that's our mission. Of course, like you know, this intervention program by KDI desires to see good change and high rise in voter participation in the forthcoming elections in less than three months June and July will be here and the elections with them well if enough isn't done to prepare the people mentally for the duties ahead we know what that could translate to well it's quite interesting to learn about the records of the voter registration and Osho state is top on that list commendable I miss I, I must really say now all hands must be on deck if we truly want to see the good change we desire in our country voter apathy and the mindsets that our votes don't count has done us more harm than good or even like we know and so we will continue to bring these issues to the fore and hopefully see results well it's time to bring in our guests for the day's discussion he is Mr Ayodeji Deiji a public affair ana- sorry a public affair analyst I beg your pardon and spokesperson transparency and accountability group welcome Mr Ayo I hope you're having a bright day
1: thank you very much thank you for having
0: me it's good to have you uh, well let's get down to the business of the day um it is no doubt that voter apathy, you know, poses a threat to our democracy, you know, given all the identified reasons um, for that, which of course is not an excuse for citizens to exercise their, you know, civic right. How do you think this challenge can be tackled for desired results to be achieved in terms to of participation?
1: Well, thank you very much, um. Just like you said, one of the issues in our electoral system is the issue of photo apathy. for the benefit of those that are listening to us. When we're talking about photograpathy, we're talking about people who are registered to vote, who are supposed to vote, and on the day of election, even though they have their photos card, they show up at voting centers for accreditation and of course subsequent voting. And it's, it's that category of people that we can talk about for, that they're having photography. You can't talk about Someone who does not have a voter's card, having an apathy of voting. So that's where it actually starts from. For us in the state, if you yes, look right. at the data that you are working with, you will discover that the problem with us over time has not been people not registering. As a matter of fact, the state is one of the states where we have the highest number of people who have registered to vote. But unfortunately, right. the
0: records show
1: that the record show that we have a very high number of registered voters in the but that does not translate into figures of election, if you agree with me. That's because in the day of election, we have so many of them not coming out for election. For example, for record, in the 2018 election, I think what we had was 11, about 40% turnout of voters. And that you know, 40% of those voters decided what the outcome of the election will be. That 40% decided who today is winning the state. And if that's not the that fraction of voter going forward will still be who governs the rest of the I need to talk to um, you about responsibilities. Perhaps one of the problems that we are having, that we are is the fact that there is not enough sensitization. And I can say this for a fact because I've, I've been part of the electoral for some years and I can tell you for, for sure that there is not enough sensitization on the part of INEC, on the part of the political parties, they are not doing enough to so let people realize how important it is for them okay. to fulfill their civic rights which starts by photo.
0: All right, when you talk about this um, um, sensitization, that's not having enough sensitization. Um, like you said, it's a fact you already uh, have or know because of your involvement in the process what what is it you think can be done in this area because like it or not it is very necessary it is even um what would translate to the result we're seeking if the people get to know what they're supposed to do to be able to um you know go ahead with their responsibility which is you know voting at the elections so what is your what would you say in this regard what do you think can be done to tackle the situation of this, um, um, you know, how would I put it? This uh, slow or um,
1: reach in in
0: in sensitization of of the citizenry.
1: I, I've said this, but let me clearly lay this background once again. That part of the problem of low turnout of voters during the election is um, premised on the fact that. The institutions, when I talk of institutions, not necessarily institutions, but institutions of government are not helpful. And I'll give you instances that have been part of reports that have been gathered over time. You will recall that during voters' registration, a lot of students of higher institutions get registered for the voters' card while in school, thousands okay. and millions of them get registered while the session is on. They come from different parts of the country to yeah. them, for example. I about the highest number of institutions, so a lot of them get to discard while they're in school. But when it is time for election, you'll find out that the government of the state and even the federal government will declare unnecessary. And I und- I put everything on the word unnecessary, they will give unnecessary break or holidays for students mm-hmm. to go home. The question is: the thousands of students or millions of them that were registered while they're in school and register. Yeah,
0: and they they for lecture, time. you
1: declare mm-hmm. holiday. They get to travel back to their bases and they cannot use that those cars there. So they get yeah. to supercharges. And, and these are That's large right. numbers. Because if, if you look at the demography, in our show case, for example, we have highest, I mean a very high turnout of youths, young voters. And that is the category of people that are in, in the secondary school and higher education. So right. you can imagine how many millions of voters, even not millions, hundreds of thousands of voters that gets disenfranchised by the virtual of of holidays, or closure of school, when it is time for election. You get to travel back home and you get to in the, the process. And of course, that becomes very clear when the time the result of elections are out. Because we, we do not consider all the factors responsible some of the time. All we we'll talk about is no turnout. But in my chart, it's not that people are not about. It's the fact that people are not even available at the stage where election is holding at that particular point in time. So these are some of the reasons. So, to answer your question, I, I will quickly give three advices. Number one, mm-hmm. we've said this over and over in different forums, that governments and station authority should endeavor not to shut down schools during election period. Mm-hmm. I understand that they do it most of the time for fear of security. But for God's sake, these are hurdles. And least protected right. by law. Any institution students should be about sixteen or eighteen or more. They are hardest. Right. So these are yeah. individuals that have the capacity to take care of themselves. They have the exactly. capacity to be responsible for themselves. So there is no reason why schools, all schools, should be shut down during election. We need to ensure mm-hmm. that the government need to do more to ensure that they are safe while in school. So that while they're in school, without their schools being shut down, they can carry out. They can carry yeah. out. Um, can carry out their civic rights, which That's is voter rights. Yeah. Number mm-hmm. two, INEC and um, other uh, political parties and other uh, stakeholders should ensure that they use all available platforms to have the people orientated on the need to vote. Voter's card is not just a means of education, it's not meant mm-hmm. for banking. It is called the voter's card, mm-hmm. it is meant for voting. A lot of people go to register to have voters' card because they want to use it as means of education in banks, they want to use it for means of education in schools and whatnot. That is not the essence of the voters' card. The essence of voters' card is to obtain it and vote. So we need to do more of radio jingles, we need to do more of streets rallies, we need to do more of visitation to marketplaces, to especially the rural areas. I can tell you for free by my experience that during the election period, the, the, the day of election, is when those old men and women feel they should be on their farms. They, they see no, they see no reason why they should go out to vote. So as early as five a.m., six a.m. on the day of voting, before come, um, there will be a lockdown or COVID for election restriction of movement. They are already in their different farms and what have you, living their civic rights to go and do other things. So we need to do more by holding street rallies, by going to the marketplaces, going to the rural areas, um, go, do jingles do television, radio, I mean, do radio drama, television drama, to sensitize everyone, knowing know very well that your failure as an individual to carry out right your of voting puts on you the demand to obey authority that you are not part of it. Our, our election for a period of four years or more. Right. People need to know that the mm-hmm. kind of leaders they have is the product of their action and inaction. If exactly. you vote, you decide only you. So. If you don't vote, you are banned by law to obey policies and programs rolled up by a leader that do not exist.
0: it wow that's quite a, a very striking one there the, the the kind of leaders we have is a kind of um is as a result of our actions and inactions and I must tell you that is a takeaway for me and um I hope our listeners are also uh there Picking all of those things. It's quite important. Like you have mentioned, we have, when you talk about the sensitization, we, we, we are looking at radio jingles, we are looking at schools, markets. It's important. These women, uh, most of them have their voter, voter's card. But they don't even know. I mean, somebody needs to sensitize them somebody needs to tell them or help them understand the importance of going out on elections day to you know vote we look at look at the street rallies like you mentioned look at the rural areas which is the core because sometimes it looks like these people in this part of this now in this part of our world are you know um neglected or um maybe not let let me not use the word i take it back maybe um they're not remembered Embered or you know it's not um, considered so much importance to go out there and, and give them and, and sensitize them on the importance of focusing so it's it's really it's really very interesting to have you talk to us about this and and i hope somebody out there or like you said, the institutions that are responsible for taking these actions and bringing them to, you know, materialistic, um, whatever. I don't know how to put it now, but I hope um, something will be done in that regard. And when you talked about the school children, I mean, the university uh, students, they're adults, like you rightly said, and um, it's important that government considers otherwise their actions from the past. Stay in school, vote, if possible, have the polling stations within the schools. And oh, I don't know, but it's something I know they can there can be. There are schools, so, there are schools that have
1: polling stations, polling units right on their campus. I know of a school in this state that has at least three polling units within the campus. Oh, because that's interesting. Real registration, real registration, most of the people mm-hmm. that register those polling units are students. So on the day of the election, right. you end up having only ten, fifteen, twenty people coming to vote because the people that are meant to vote at that polling unit already sent home. I already already sent home.
0: <laughs> and that does not help our democracy, I tell right. you. That does not help us as a people. Imagine the number of votes we have to lose. It running into millions. We lose these votes because students have to go home. So I I hope uh, the government can reconsider these actions and, and do and do better. Well, it's no doubt that um, coming to uh, the next question, there's no doubt CSOs and, and groups and societies, what have you, you know, that, that they have been that their impact has been felt in, when you talk about political development process of our country. Um, we know KDI is there, other CSOs are there doing what they can to see that we have... Um, democracy working and right, what, in your opinion, can be done to scale up? Because um, it's like much is not being done, even though uh, some people are working tooth and nail to see that we have better governance.
1: There are two major problems that um, society organizations and society groups are having and being a very good support system for the electoral electoral, um, process. And the bigger one is funding. I can tell you for the fact that a lot of CSOs are trying to and aid every day to ensure that the electoral process is improved. But of course, they get limited by funding. Of course, you will not, in the interest of wanting to make the better, go and labour or let your salary and come and put in advancement of, of causes like this. And they on this. They depend on aids. They depend on grants. And most of the time, these grants don't come. Of the time they come and they are not enough. For example, uh, let's take your organization. For example, the kdi If you have enough fund, I want to believe you could diversify into other things that you have mentioned today. You could decide to gather very important personalities or, right. or big names in the, in the movie industry, bring them together right. to do dance drama, to do radio drama, to do um, television drama.
0: That's right, and these things help.
1: Okay. These things go along. Yes. If you want to go to the marketplace, you don't just go there with a megaphone and make noise. A lot right. of them are under the sun. You may need to, to buy water for them, make mm-hmm. snacks for them, for them so that you can at least get their attention, get their listening ear, right. You hear, to hear mm-hmm. what you want to see. You want to go to other institutions for advocacy, you of course know that the very first thing students will ask you is, what do you have for? And some of those things don't come so cheap. So I want to, to believe that if there, there are better mm-hmm. funding, from international donors and agencies, and even from national donors and agencies, made available to very viable organizations. I have tracked records that have proven, uh, that have shown over time their their dependability, their acceptability, and the fact that they are transparent in their dealings. If we make more funds available to them, of course we achieve more results. And um, I also believe in collaboration. One of the reasons why we have not done so much as civil society, because we want to, we want to take glory for for very unnecessary things. We want the name of one organization to surpass the other. You want to be known, while you want others to be relegated. These, these are not what we need at this time. We need collaboration.
0: That's Organizations right. Unhealthy like competition will lead us nowhere. Unhealthy competition will not help
1: us. Organizations like yours and others need to look for very very viable um, partners. You know, mm-hmm. groups that have excelled in monitoring, of course, a lot of election monitoring groups that have information that even CSOs don't have. We need to collaborate with some of these organizations who are involved in election monitoring, who are involved in youth and students mobilization. We need to collaborate more so that together we can achieve so this. There are places where some organizations don't have strength and others do. For example, That's in right. the role of these state, for example, there's no mm-hmm. students, whether in or out of the state, that does not belong to my house. Many of them belong to NARS, many of them belong to different organizations. As CSOs, we need to begin to partner with all of these groups to to, to achieve more results, making sure that we have access to those that we really need to talk to. Another problem that we need to solve is the the problem of barrier in language, and which is also going to be possible through partnership and funding. There are places we need to go to. That you don't even have people that on your payroll as a CSO as, a, as an organisation who understand the language or speak in that community. For example, you will not go to a Sunday in a show state and begin to speak baby grammar. Apart from the fact mm-hmm. that they don't, many of them do not <laughs> understand English, even the so-called right. Yoruba, they still do not understand the general one. They, they they still many of them only speak and understand the very dialect that they have grown up. Yeah. With. So you may need to and employ. And you definitely need that. a
0: translator. Right. You need
1: a translator. We definitely need to employ a translator from that community. Yeah. Who can help you can actually pass mm-hmm. the message across. These are some of the exactly. things that we need. we need to begin to work upon if we want to get the electoral process right and ensuring that we have better turnout of voters as time goes
0: by. Well, I think you nailed it. For me, one we look at proper funding, and then we we are also looking at more collaboration. And I hope that um, this. Um, points will be taken to see um, where, where we, you know, how we move ahead from here. At. Because in the end, we're looking for uh, a situation whereby we have, um, we get good governance for our country, we get the people doing the right things to be able to, you know, key in and we succeed as a country. Thank you very much. Um, we'll take a short break right now and when we come back, we will continue the discussion with Mr. Deji. Please don't go nowhere stay with us.
1: This is Radio Access. You, you. democracy democracy and talks. and talks.
0: Welcome back. Well, um, we continue don't forget Mr. Deji is still here with us um, having a discussion around tackling voter apathy for good, for better governance. So we move ahead, Mr. Deji. Um, Recent records or updates, you know, impressively show that voter registration is on the rise, with OSHU maintaining the highest number. We see fresh registrations come to 6,000, I mean, 638,735 with 69.2 69.2 percent completed registration confirming you know or coming from the youth these figures are high it's something we've been looking at and hoping will happen and it's quite impressive to know that it is happening do you see these figures translating to actual votes and what would you say to the people of Oshun to make it happen
1: yeah like i said Oshun is a place where we have um, very active citizens, whether among the youth demography, or even those, or the advanced age, what you call the senior citizens. Osho happens to be one state that they are very, very conscious of um, the electoral system, they're very, very conscious of the need for good governance. But it's, it's annoying and um, it's, it's also, also mind boggling that, as much as we have the health record of fresh voters registration, upgrade, um, and what of you, even though they are rotating from one place to the other, or showing top the table, but it has not reflected in the, the, the voting pattern in the last election. And if care is not taken, we might not even see the effect on the forthcoming election. And, and I will premise this on three grounds. Number one is what I've hammered again and again sensitization a lot of right. people just get that card for purpose of identification not for the mm-hmm. purpose of voting for which it is mentioned yes. number two if you notice that the, the figure you roll out now the youth demographic has the highest number of registra- mm-hmm. registration and I can right. tell you that this is so almost
0: 70%
1: almost 70% and I can tell you right. that is so because Oshio State is one of the states in Nigeria that has the highest number of higher institutions and some of these institutions okay. have 14 centers, 14 units on their campuses, and during registration okay. like this, students are on session. The polytechnics, the colleges of education, the universities, students are on mm-hmm. session, and because mm-hmm. they need those ID cards for registration for the station and whatnot, the they rush to register. They also rush to collect oh. the money for that card. But when it is time for election, the government, under the guise of insecurity, which is a failure on their part, declares holiday, you close down <laughs> about 10-15 institutions, and you deny. Millions of youths who are registered and who are conscious their right to vote because you are claiming you need to secure them. The question is, how many times have there been riots in town, have there been wars and what you How many right. times has government closed down schools because there were riots in the city? But because right. deliberately politicians believe that the youth demography knows the right thing to do. Even if right. you decide to share money, youth will collect your mm-hmm. money and still vote to their conscience. They are the ones yeah. that have the capacity <laughs> to stand the ground for money to evening and show that right. they are both cans until the last minute. So what the see politicians mm-hmm. do is to have schools closed down in denying this crop of young people, millions of them, the right to vote by sending them away out of the state to, to, to go home claiming they need to be secure. So that is one of the reasons why we've had a problem in the number of voter registration translating into the figures mm-hmm. that we have at election. Number two is the deliberate Fear instilled in the people by the politicians. A day to election, two days to election, you see soldiers, you see army, you see police begin to drive in convoy along the streets. They call it show of strength. And what does that tell you? An average voter believes that for you to be having this number of soldiers standing the streets on the day of a a day or two days to election shows that there will be crisis. So a voter will likely tell you if the government is showing this much show of strength. That means Mm the information for likely crisis and and and, and
0: So uh, and meanwhile we can. and meanwhile, we can have it differently. We of course we can, we can. The, situation, the, situation, the situation can be handled. It can be of, it can be of different. course it can be contained.
1: There's no yeah. reason why 24 hours or 48 hours to election, you ask policemen and soldiers to start parading the streets in convoy. Is you are creating fear in the act yeah. of
0: It's unnecessary. Right. So, uh, uh, for example, my own really man, a, a man of about
1: 70 sitting in his house and hearing blasting of sirens, saying convoy of soldiers and police. In the streets a day or two days to not you, a good thing. No. So they will stay back at home and not vote. These are failures right. of government that are identified, and they need to correct. Number two is about the day of election. I hope Political someone election.
0: is listening. I just hope.
1: Positions yeah, from with you. using from using um, what do you call it non-state actors to create problems. Mm-hmm. They pay thugs. Right. They pay um, garage boys. At the point of time we had them co-state boys in this state. We see them on the day of election, looking so wild, hanging around police stations, threatening voters for, for to make sure that they vote for a political party against the other. All these. And then you wonder, what the, the they you you wonder what the police and
0: the army is there for? They are collaborators, and the army is there for because they know who most, these guys are. They do know them. Because they do not really indict them.
1: It's an indictment. In most cases, they are collaborators. They are answers of these non-state actors. To frighten and threaten voters in such a way that it will benefit their godfathers and the political parties they are working. On. These are issues that we need to begin to work around and work over, so we can have a free and fair election where people can boldly come out on the day of election to decide who their leader
0: would be. Like I said, um, we we can have it differently. It can be better. Oh, yeah, and, better. Um, if if they truly and in their true. Uh, conscience wants the country to get better. I, I'm sure they know what to do and I, and I hope they do the right thing. Um, well, thank you so much. You've really um, hit on the point. But I didn't hear you tell or show uh, people uh, what you hope to see them do come uh, so July and June. <laughs> yeah, July and uh,
1: June.
0: Let, yeah. let
1: me use this opportunity to make a call on the actors, on the on the people that are actors in the electoral side. The people are willing. They've demonstrated their readiness and their willingness by coming out in their millions to register. If Osho State has the highest okay. number of registration, it's a display of their readiness, of their resolve to do the right thing. What we can mm-hmm. do, what the state needs to do, is to enhance that readiness by making sure that they keep the state free from violence, to ensure that they don't create unnecessary fair to ensure that schools are not closed mm-hmm. down, denying millions of students their right to vote who will leave them. You also need to, uh, to ensure that every means is employed in reorientating and sensitizing the people on the need to come out on the definition. I can tell you, Osho State people are very pleasant, always ready people for, for, for political change, for political emancipation. And I want to comment to them yeah, and man. also ask, but as we cut down to the gubernatorial election in July, our sure state people needs to do more by translating that bigger of registration into the voting pattern so that we don't have the worst of us ruling the rest of us. We want the best of us to lead all of us. And the only way that is possible is to ensure that as individuals, we go out on the day of election, cast our vote for who we believe will give mm-hmm. us the kind of leadership, the kind of governance that we have always decided.
0: And if I may add, I'd say, uh, don't say your vote won't count because it does. If it doesn't, no. politicians will come to you. Well, <laughs> moving on, I just want to ask you uh, this question and I think we'll be wrapping up at this point. What is the political atmosphere like currently in Ocean State? Just paint the picture for us briefly. What?
1: Well, as expected, the, the, the atmosphere is is hot. I, want, I don't want to use the word tense. There are two different things. The atmosphere, right. the political atmosphere in Ocean is not paint not tense is the fact that we don't we don't have casualties we don't have this case of um, um political assassinations it has not been right. an issue of um, people coming out to claim threats to life as, uh, as it's used to be. so the situation here yeah, is not it's not tense yes. but this condition, the situation in the show at the moment is hot and it's hot because the political gladiators are making it so by their actions and by their words we begin to see people in the same party but belonging to different factions begin to throw wars at one another, That's begin to issue threats to one another. You will see people of the same party going on rallies, going on protests against one or two other people in the party, blocking the road. And I must say this, that the police should help us. There's no need to paint the idea of what does not exist. You will see mm-hmm. parties having primary elections, having ordinary political meetings, Or maybe a kill committee cities and you see policemen blocking major roads of the city for a political party just to have an event that won't last Mm -hmm. more than two, three hours. All these are very unnecessary. They are are pointed to the fact that you are creating what does not exist. Osho State is one of the most peaceful states in this state, and it has remained so. That's why I will tell you that the political atmosphere is not that, but it is hot because the political gladiators are making it so by their body languages, by the change of fireworks, and by a necessary display of strength. I can tell you that that election will hold and it's going to be by the grace of one of the best elections in this this country.
0: Wow, I really I am really, um, I'm impressed by your confidence and your, um, your belief in the people of Osho State. Thank you very much. It's been a nice time uh, with you. Thank you for, um, you know, creating the time to be with us and um speak to us well to our viewers i want to say yeah it's still um the hashtag podcast um uh, sorry hashtag ready to vote podcast series and our guest has been um uh, Mr. Ayodeji Ologun like I told you he's um a public affairs analyst and spokesperson transparency and accountability group And it's been nice having him talk to us today on the show. So, thank you so much, sir, for being with us. Thank you very much for having me. Well, to our listeners, I'll say thank you. I just want to warmly thank you, our dear listeners, for tuning in. Hope to have you next time. Please join us um, in the conversation using our social media handles. For Facebook, it is at KDI Nigeria. And for Twitter, it is at KDI underscore NG. I hope you got that right. Facebook at KDI Nigeria. And for Twitter, is at KDI underscore NG, all lowercase. Don't forget to comment, like, and share. Thank you for being there to listen to us. We value you. Remember, it is our collective responsibility to safeguard our democracy, I am Vivian Odunze Obilom, your host. Till the next episode of #ReadyToVote is bye for
1: now. Thank you. This is Radio Access. You, you. Democracy. democracy, democracy, and Tom talk. talks. <laughs>